News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, Senator Ronan Mullins has denied that e-collars for cats and dogs are cruel. This is after the government has launched a, a public consultation on their use. And Gillian Bird, DSPCA Head of Education and Media, joins us now. Do you agree, Gillian? No, well, but basically, no, we think shock collars, whatever the purpose they're used for, are potentially incredibly cruel and dangerous to animals. Um, you know, they're they're often used as training devices. They're sometimes used as a, as a barrier device instead of somebody actually having a secure garden. They use these shock collars to control where the animals can go. And, you know, apart from the fact that they can be very easily misused, um, they can sometimes cause major problems when it comes to the behaviour of the animal because they're just not really used properly. They can also cause terrible problems because you've got a a very heavy, chunky collar on an animal with, you know, things that can actually cause skin irritations and sores and things to develop. So, no, we're very much um, opposed to the use of electric collars on pets. Uh now, I have pretty much always been a dog owner. I have certainly never used one of these collars. But people mm. do discipline their dogs, Gillian. I mean, you know, a tap on the nose, you shout ah, ah or whatever. And I know some people, I've also mm. not done this, spray them with water sprays and things. During the training phase, the puppy phase, the young dog phase, to get them to behave well with the view that down the line... They won't be tapping them on the nose. They won't be spraying them. They won't be doing anything. Is there a role short term for e-collars at all for people? And what about, as you mentioned, the thing about people having electric fences around or, you know, some kind of a, 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 an electric pulse around their, their houses to keep their dogs in? That kind of use. No, really, there isn't. I mean, training is about building up a relationship and, and our training team will explain all this. They're, they're really good at explaining all this. But basically, when you're training a pet, and this can be your dog or your cat, you want to build up trust between yourself and your pet. And giving your dog an electric shock because they're pulling on the lead or because they're barking or because they're doing some behaviour that's not acceptable that's really not something that is going to be useful in the future uh, for training your pet. And the big ones, the ones that we are always very concerned about are the barrier ones because um, they they used to be or they seem to used to be used as, as a training device. So it was one of these things where you put up your radio fence, you put the collar on the dog and you never let, you don't let the dog off the lead in the garden for about three months because you're training them as to where they can go and they can't go as a barrier. And then what happens is as they approach the barrier, they start getting a, a buzzing or a shock factor and the closer they get to the fence, the better that goes. But these days, I was looking on the website the other day, half these co- um, collars, they don't come with training anymore. It's just like, you know, if your dog approaches the fence, it's going to get a shock. But if your dog is running, they're going to get a shock and they're going to keep running and they'll end up through the fence. And we've okay. seen so many animals that have gone I, I, broken out of gardens and arriving I, in the shelter with collars on. And, and Gillian, I suppose the reason that this is being discussed is because there has been a lot of uh, media attention on dog attacks and on big breeds and on people not controlling their dogs properly. What do you say to the people who say, well, I wouldn't have minded if that dog that had that, that you know, attacked my, my dog or my child had, a, had an e-collar on them. And, and so therefore they were controllable at a distance because some dogs obviously are very big and powerful and can in certain circumstances be dangerous. 
you'd have to ask the question, if you had a dog that was not under effective control because it's off the lead, it's not muzzled and it's in a position yeah. where it can actually attack somebody, so you've already got a, you know, a irresponsible pet owner at that stage, but do people really think that giving their dog a shock using a remote control is going to stop that dog from seriously attacking somebody? It, it could do absolutely the opposite. So no, okay. definitely Look, not. It needs no, to be no, seriously looked at and, you know, we, it, it really ideally no with what we would say. Okay. Look, thank you very much for speaking to us this morning. Other forms of discipline for dogs are, 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 are what are recommended, obviously. Uh, that is Gillian Bird there, DSPCA, Head of Education and Media. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.